0: Favorite podcast for music that you don't know about just yet. I'm Andrew Pissarro alongside man the myth legend Joseph Brennan. What's going on, buddy? How we doing? Pretty good. Just ate a
1: delicious jazz apple.
0: What's a jazz
1: apple? It's uh, it's one of those fancy, you know, like those jazz cigarettes. Oh, I, I'm familiar. <laughs> no, no, it's just a, a an apple. That's all it is. How you doing, bud?
0: I'm good, man. Uh, discovered some new music this week that I, I mean, it's older, but I had no idea about it. Um, watched a ton of television. I caught uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which we will talk about once you finally see it. I apparently won a, an award Golden Globe last night, even though the movie came out like a week and a half ago. Already winning awards, but great film. Really enjoyed it. I'm excited to talk about it once Joe sees it, so get on that. By the way, movie theaters close to opening back up here in New York. Uh, apparently, they're going to allow 25% uh, people in. You have to be masked and everything, so that's, that's exciting. By the way, follow us on Instagram and Twitter for... All the latest and greatest shenanigans at Brickhouse Pod at Andrew Passaro at ba da let us light this candle, Joe. Top of the queue.
1: What have you been listening to? So, right off the bat, the first track I'm going to mention is a track by Ian Sweet called Sword. I was introduced to this track by the one and only Jojo Casanova.
0: Ooh, haven't, he hasn't been surprise, on the pod in a minute. We need to get him back on.
1: He has not. We need to change that. But I, anyway, I sent him the abundance of playlists from the year-end uh, Brickhouse playlist of last year. And he was digging all of it, and he says, but you forgot this one song for the rock playlist, and that was the Ian Sweet uh, sword song, and it's it's fucking
0: awesome. It's got big-time spring vibes for me. Like, it, like, if I had to describe this shirt in, a, in an outfit, it's like a lighter pair of pants, a sick, like, floral button-down shirt, a nice pair of sunglasses, and wavy hair. And you're you're riding a skateboard. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You're you picture the yeah. Fit. Just
1: picture like a really cool like indie rock music video. Who can
0: definitely like, ollie, unlike we can.
1: Yes, totally not us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also really digging the new Kings of Leon track, "The Bandit," a band I have not thought about in years. A band that I actually hated for years. I was supposed to see them at Jones Beach back in 2009 with Band of Horses, and I think it was like. A week before, less than a week before, they canceled the show. They canceled the rest of the tour because the lead singer had to admit himself to AA. And I was a little inconsiderate at the time. I was just mad that I couldn't see Kings of Leon. But I guess, you know, you know, you got to get your shit done. You got to get your shit together. So I'm glad you got your shit together and you're writing good music again.
0: I'll say on the Kings of Leon conversation, I just looked it up. I forgot Waste a Moment, which came out in 2016 was a banger like that was like another slap like solid springtime like we're day drinking outside hanging out like sitting on a porch just shooting the breeze all-time great track for i don't know all-time great but solid track to put in that playlist so i am i'm am excited to check this out anything else on the list
1: and one more uh it's an album by the post-rock band mogwai i believe they're from scotland somewhere over there been around for a long time i think like 25 years First album came out in 96 so that's math yeah 25 years um really really good like post-rock band if you're into like slint uh explosions in the sky godspeed you black emperor that kind of stuff mogwai is right up your alley but i'm not expecting anything good from a band that's been around 25 years um so i put it on you know expecting nothing And not only was it good it was it was great it was phenomenal there was your typical post-rock stuff but they had like Elements of like electronic. I, I guess you could even call it post-electronic. Uh, Andrew, you you would even like a track on it. Um, track three, I think it's called "Dry Laundry." I might be fucking that up, but definitely check that album out if you're into just rock, just rock and roll. Andrew, what have you been listening to recently?
0: I've been listening to well. I okay. Shout out to Spotify because I've been h- hitting my like "For You" playlists a lot lately. And I've actually found some new tracks through that. The first one, which I sent to you earlier this week, uh, You and Weird Cities by Jeff Rosenstock, who I'd never heard of. That came on. I don't even know if that was a spot. Of, I was I had hand up, I love listening to Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus, like at least once a week. And I just kind of let it play after that. And it'll go down this like weird rabbit hole of like 90s punk and even a little bit of ska will get thrown in there. Some like Mighty Mighty Boston's or real big fish will end up in there. And you and Weird Cities came out and I was like, yo, what the, what is this? Where did this come from? But it fit perfectly into the vibe that I was in the middle. And I immediately sent it to you and you even went and did the research and turns out they used to tour with Tidal fight. So I'm definitely like pumped to maybe check out some more of his work. Uh, the other track that came on my like Freddie Gibbs, Wu-Tang Clan, Alchemist, Action Bronson based Spotify playlist was, um, this song by Octa the Savior, which he used a sample by Mac DeMarco, Chamber of Reflection, um, in this song called uh, Melting Amethyst. I have no idea how to pronounce this track, but we'll put it out there like on Spotify or on like IG or something like this. I, I heard it and was like, Yo. first of all, like they remixed the instrumental from the Mac DeMarco song, which fit perfectly, and then he had bars like Freddie Gibbs-esque level bars over this track, and I was like, this is like gas, flames, fire, fuego, um a, a big old slapperoni, whatever you want to call it. it was amazing and uh, i would I would highly recommend it. It's got an anime style artwork with the cover art. so would not have probably picked that out myself, but when it came on and it just started hitting, I was like, this is awesome. It's from twenty seventeen so I want to do some more research about it.
1: Did you know that Chamber of Reflection by Mac DeMarco is actually kind of a cover? No, I did not. Yeah, so there's this, I I don't know how to pronounce his name because it's written in Japanese, but there's this Japanese musician from like the late 70s, early 80s that it's the same exact song, no lyrics, but like the same music. And Mac was just like, hey, I liked your shit a lot. Can I like cover this and put lyrics to it? And he was like, yeah, go for it. And then he got Chamber of Reflection and... You could say it was his biggest song. is Is his biggest song?
0: All right, yeah. So those are the two tracks that have really been I've been listening to. Uh, I fell into a Beatles hole the other day because the because Liverpool won for the first time in a long time. So I just immediately was like, "Yo, put on some early Beatles and just let me dance around my apartment." Because that happened. Uh, so I, would, I wouldn't say I have an album I've been listening to, but I did want to say a TV show that Joe and I both watched in the the House off season. Our our time. Our time of reflection. Speaking of chamber of reflection. Joe and I crushed hip-hop evolution during the break. We, I mean, we were both, Joe is on my Netflix account. My sister is on my Netflix account. My sister had to text me to be like, why are you and Joe watching the same show and can one of you let me watch Bridgerton, please? And uh, I hand up, I got my sister to pay to kick Joe off. So um, I literally told both of them, I will kick off, I will tell the other person to get off, whoever pays me more, and my sister hit me with that. With that quick, that, that quick $30, and I was like, Joe, get the fuck off. But, um, hip hop evolution if you like history, if you like hip hop, I guarantee you there's an episode that you're gonna absolutely love. The Nas episode was one of my favorites, the Jay Z episode was incredible. The underground hip hop, where they talk about like most F and the guys who used to beatbox in Washington Square Park, was awesome. The 90s. Uh, the, the episode on the '90s where they talked about De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest. Also, this episode on the South with Outkast was amazing, you know, and they got big people to come in and be a part of these interviews. They may, they didn't get necessarily Jay Z or Andre 3000, but they got Big Boy and they got a bunch of the producers that Jay worked with. I cannot say enough about how much I love the series. I think I watched eight episodes one day because I was I was I had a COVID scare and I had to quarantine for a week, and there was literally one day where all I did was I watched soccer. And then I watched Hip Hop Evolution, and that was all I did. So I cannot say enough about that show. You should definitely go watch it if you want to learn more about the birth of hip hop and the origin of hip hop.
1: Speaking of hip hop, Andrew, did you see in the news uh, the shit about people speculating that Kodak Black was cloned?
0: I don't believe that. I mean, this is this is now the third musician that people are like, "Oh, this guy was like replaced." Like, you know, it started. First of all, don't come at me and be like, "Oh yeah, the first one was Avril Levine. Shut the fuck up. Learn some history. There was the biggest, like, is Paul dead speculation going on in the 60s with the Beatles. And the Beatles played into it. You know, like, they had the whole I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields by the Beatles. They did the whole Paul walking barefoot on the Abbey Road cover. Like, this is not the first time we've had this type of conspiracy theory. And then, yes, you can do, there's a lot with the Avril Lavigne one. I don't really particularly care that much because it's Avril Lavigne. But... I'm not surprised that there's now a new one out there. And to be honest, I'm not the biggest Kodak Black guy. Like, they, like He's on ZZ, which I really like, but I cannot name another Kodak Black track for the life of me. So if it was somebody I was more, uh, like, if there was somebody I was more hip to or, or someone I was a more, like, a devoted cult follower of, I'd probably be more in- invested in the story, but uh, Kodak doesn't really move the needle.
1: Like we said last season, please, Make a clone of Ozzy Osbourne.
0: Yes. Why Kodak Black? We need a clone. Like, I need a clone of Ozzy Osbourne because I want to see Ozzy Osbourne live, and there's no way real Ozzy Osbourne could do live shows right now.
1: What the fuck am I so there? I don't
0: know. Maybe the year of quarantining, not, like, doing everything that he would have. Maybe he would have, like, gotten the going. I think he was, going. if
1: you throw enough speed and cocaine at Ozzy, he can... I don't know. You might just make the It might be heartbreak. his last show, but...
0: He might die. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. like... That'd be a hell of a show. No, I mean, he might die the second that you put that needle inside of him, is what I'm saying. Also, like, the man's got grandkids. The man's got grandkids. I don't want to be selfish, you know? I don't want him to die for my enjoyment. Like, I would like for the man to, you know, for for his grandkids to- You're
1: really mature, Andrew. That's that's so mature of you. Allegedly. Andrew, if if you had uh, speculation that I had been cloned, how would you be able to tell that it It wasn't me.
0: Well, if it uses social media and posts regularly, if it pays for data on its cell phone, if it got the brand new iPhone, if it started watching more television, I'd immediately know like, oh, yo, I watched half a season of this last night. That's not Joe Brennan. Like my man's Um, if it liked country music, went to guitar, guitar center and was in and out in five minutes or less. Oh, yeah. No, that would never happen if it didn't want to cook. If it didn't want it spicy. Let's see what else here. I don't know. Can robots handle spice? I would imagine that they can't. I would imagine that it would you know would would mess with the machinery, maybe cause some rust on the inside.
1: Does not compute. Does not compute.
0: Uh, but a clone is not a, a robot. Robots and clones are two different com you know combinations. You know. Uh, yeah. But uh, oh, if it wanted to go to i am Dor and drop a bag with me, then I would definitely know it's a clone. Yeah, I, I don't know. You I think, want to hear mine? Yeah, I, I would love to. Well,
1: first off, if I had any idea that it wasn't you. I would immediately ask, Andrew, how and when did we meet? And if he couldn't tell me we met twice in the same crappy basement in Scranton, then I would immediately know this is totally not Andrew. If you stop sending me fit pics like every other day, <laughs> I would know something is wrong. Because you're always buying some kind of clothes. I'm not knocking you because I buy way too much musical equipment. So, And of course, if we were out At a party slamming beers, and you didn't puke off the porch, I would know this is not Andrew. This is totally not Andrew.
0: That's fair. All of these, all of these are fair.
1: But luckily, this is Andrew, and I am Joe, and this is the Brick House Podcast. Thank you again for listening. We'll catch you next time. Peace. And this is my house.